Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Gregory Melville and Susan Fox and Kathleen Bromage. Many, many moons ago, 10 years ago, according to me, we started doing a show in which we tried to guess what the song of the summer is going to be. The song of the summer is a thing. It's a consensus choice about which song is the most popular song and the song that epitomizes the sound of any given summer. So, I mean, one year it was definitely Despacito. Uh, I think that might have been 2017. Uh, one year it was definitely Call Me Maybe. It's always, or it's Blurred Lines. It's something. And it's going to be something this year, too. Obviously, it's a much more complicated situation because it's not just a song about weddings and hanging out on the beach and stuff like that. It's also a song that you listen to when you're at home in quarantine. So our great panel is back this year for the Song of the Summer. Thanks for some realist. Realist. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. But here's my I'm shuffling. All right, so that was oh, that was nicely done there. A nice little slide uh, to Despacito. Jonathan McPants, who's the producer of this episode, uh, gave you a little sampling of six of the previous songs of the summer because it is in, ti- is in fact time to do that show. I'm just so excited I can barely speak. And um, so it's my conviction that we started this in 2011, the year of Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO, some of which you just heard there, which would make this the 10th one we've ever done. Now, Jonathan McPants has this annoying habit of researching claims such as this, and he's cast all kinds of doubt upon it. Uh, and so anyway, uh, but I'm just going to stay, I'm going to stick with this. Uh, it is the 10th, uh, 10th consecutive year that we have done, uh, the song of the summer show. This is a show where we try to predict what is going to be the song of the summer. And typically there is a song of the summer, one song to rule them all, one song to bind them, uh, one song to make them dance at, uh, weddings, uh, people of multiple generations, uh, we'll run out onto the floor and dance to blurred lines and maybe do something else. So uh, we and also last year we had what I considered to be the best panel that we've ever had. Uh, we always have Brendan J. Sullivan. He is the commissioner of the Song of the Summer, writer, producer, DJ, best known for his work with Lady Gaga. Uh, also with us uh, making her 
second appearance uh, on, as a panelist, Abby Govindan, a uh, stand-up comedian based in New York City. She's joining us by Skype, as is Brendan J. Sullivan. And then, straight out of Brooklyn, uh, is Sam Hadleman, the host of The Sam Hadleman Show at Radio Free Brooklyn. He's with us now, too. So, um, you know, Sam, maybe I'll start out with you. It, it does seem, I mean, there have been some years, and, and you are a very young person, so maybe you remember some of these years and maybe some of them you don't remember. But there have been some <laughs> years, Despacito being one example, Call Me Maybe uh, being another example. Where you just kind of know. I mean, even last year, we really had to struggle with, with whether Old Town Road had just so completely wrapped it up. Uh, just to remind people, uh, Sam and I said that Billie Eilish would come on strong with Bad Guy. Uh, Brendan and Abby said Old Town Road. I think collective we were, collectively we were right. Old Town Road was the song of the summer until about late July. Uh, and then Billie Eilish kind of kicked in and stole things. Um, so, Sam, this year... It feels like a real toss-up. I mean, there isn't anything that we can talk about as a prohibitive favorite, is there? And not hearing. I, I, oh, there, I, there so there I, 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 oh, first, I'm. Thank you for having me on. I love the show. It's okay. it's it's amazing. And um, what I'm going to say is that like it's kind of hard to gauge because the song of the summer is kind of like the song you're bullied into hearing everywhere. You know, like parties, weddings, department stores. It's kind of like the soundtrack to your distraction. And the fact that we're all kind of quarantined, it's kind of hard to gauge that song that everybody's going to hear because not everybody's in a collective space. We're not going to concerts. We're not going out. And I feel like conventional wisdom is, is kind of useless in this time because there's nothing conventional about what's going on. I think that like the early winners probably like I, I feel like it's savage not to get too deep into it before we get into the panel. But that, that would be my convention. That's probably All right. Gonna be well, we'll come to that. No spoilers, Sam. No spoilers. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So, my bad. So, yeah, Abby, you know, I should say I am so old and so uncool compared to the rest of the panel. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm so Connecticut based, too, which is like we're getting very, very New York here. So, I mean, Abby, you're out you know, on an ordinary, you know, spring and summer you're out there in the streets of new york going to all kinds of really cool places hearing the songs and you know to to sam's point you probably have a chance to notice what is coming bidden or unbidden into your eardrums and is is it different this year it feels like it must be um you know uh i'm not sure because I'm not sure it would have made a difference because this summer, at least in my consciousness, um, maybe it was true last summer too, but this summer it feels like TikTok is really blown up. No, actually I'm going to stand by TikTok really blowing up because everyone is like trapped indoors and we don't really have anything to do. So for that reason, I think uh, TikTok has a huge part to play in the song of the summer this year. Um, as everyone will see by my three picks, all of them were TikTok top songs like the top three songs and i think oh we might have just lost her uh either that or i just lost everything uh let me find out so uh brendan j sullivan can you hear me oh i might have just lost everybody's audio um, <laughs> i got uh there I'm he still is here okay you're good okay we will relocate a abby so um before we're going to go into one a, a song that i know you want to talk about is there anything you want to say to set things up uh, for the whole conversation before we do that. Uh, yeah, I'm, hi, I'm Brandon you... J. Sullivan. Oh, do we have Abby back? We just heard Abby, hear back. From we heard her... Abby. So we'll go back to Abby Great. in a second, but go ahead. Yeah, just, just sure. your thought. Just, what I would like to say is that we try, we do our best to read the tea leaves every year, 
But what we usually come back to is the idea that like the reason this is so fun and so exciting is none of us control any of this. Like there is no standard we can hold anything to. So it's like still, even though we have so much going on in the world right now, it's still exciting to have something, you know, like checking the baseball scores. We can check in on Song of the Summer throughout the summer and give us a little respite from all the stuff that's going on, which is like more than any human being can handle. But the music will always be there for you. All right, let's rip through some songs here. We have a little less time than usual because of uh, Pledge uh, Week here. Let's begin with, uh, so the commissioner, Brendan Sullivan, has a general rule of thumb, new new faces rule over old faces. We have a couple of old faces here, though. Uh, they probably wouldn't enjoy being called that. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, here's Rain On Me. Show me a real good time I never asked for the rainfall At least I showed up You showed me nothing at all It's coming down on me Harder like misery It's coming down on me I'm ready, rain on me Drop but at least I'm alive Rain on me Okay, we can start to think. All right, so uh, Brendan J. Sullivan, in some ways, uh, you might have to recuse yourself because of your <laughs> creative collaboration with Lady Gaga. We won't insist on that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, this was a song that you, you thought should be in the conversation. I do. And this song means quite a bit to me. Obviously, I worked with Lady Gaga starting back in 2006, and there was no space for women in music then the way there is now. And Gaga very deliberately created that space and the first reviews we heard from the music that we were making then was oh this is like cheesy uh like this is for like 14 year old girls but the reality is that 14 year old girls listening to music need strong women to look up to and what's beautiful about this song is not that it's uh lady gaga featuring ariana grande it's that this is lady gaga and ariana grande there used to be this thing which is sort of like who's the girl this year who's the woman we're gonna have can she beat madonna and now it's more about what are women in music doing to help other women and this one's very personal to me because ariana grande would have been about 14 the first time gaga and i were on mtv back in 2008 so to, to see someone grow up with gaga now is a really beautiful thing this song is a contender uh but it has a lot of strong competition right and we'll get to that competition in a quick, in a quick second i want the others to uh, react so uh abby you go first what do you, do you have anything you want to add to uh rain on me yeah first of all i love lady gaga and Ar can you guys hear me yes Okay, perfect. Uh, first of all, I love Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, but the reason that I don't think this song is a contender, sorry, Brendan, no offense, uh, <laughs> is it's not a very summery song. Um, it's not airy. It doesn't feel carefree, um, if that makes sense. Hmm. So uh, while I think this is a really, really strong uh, contender for like song of the winter or song of the fall. Um, I don't quite think it is the song of the summer. All right. Song of the rainy season. Um, uh, Sam, uh, how about song you? Song of the rainy season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I'm, I'm actually going to disagree. I feel like I could hear a really wide range of people listening to this. I feel like if outside was open, I could definitely be bullied into hearing this at your local CVS, at your local TJ Maxx, <laughs> at, at your local party. Like, I definitely could, and I feel like it is a carefree song. I feel like I really like the collaborative efforts. 
uh, love Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. And I think they really worked well together and I think they meshed well together. And I could definitely hear my mom really liking this. That's, that's a gauge is what my mom can listen to. And I could definitely <laughs> see my mom liking this. So, uh, Sam, speaking of your mom, um, I want you to uh, maybe set up the next song by Bad Bunny. I'm even going to have you say the title because I think your Spanish might be a little, <laughs> a little bit uh, uh, better yo, than yeah. mine. Um, we should say, uh, Sam, is, am I correct in saying that when you were uh, uh, growing up, you spent some of your summers in Puerto Rico with your grandmother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom, my whole family is from Puerto Rico. Shout out my family. I know they're listening over there. And it's uh, Yo Pereo Sola. And um, I mean, I, I just hear this song and it's infectious. I want y'all to hear it first, but like, I can't sit still. I'm not going to sit still when it plays. So, uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, let's hear a little bit of Bad Bunny, Cat. Yo Pereo Sola. suddenly realized that our CEO, Mark Contreras, is fluent in Spanish, and he may be informing me of words we should have bleeped out of that. But, um, that's just a risk you take, though, when you play this uh, kind of contemporary music. So we'll circle back to Sam, but Brendan, I know kind of in the late going, you started thinking about this song as maybe one that could sweep in and steal the title. Yes, I really believe in this song, and I, I think that there's a lot of beautiful elements to it. First of all, that it, it comes uh, out of reggaeton, and, and it's Jamaican cousin dance hall um, with hard beats. Which it's, a, it's a genre that is often uh, has echoes of gangster rap in it. So it's uh, interesting to me that this album, which uh, the album's the title translates as, you know, I do what I want, but this song is a very uh, respectful, in translation it's about empowerment it's about how women can dance by themselves and it's like uh it's got a really fun beat it you can hear it coming out of car windows everywhere around me at least in brooklyn and i think it deserves a, an, another look right and we should say abby the bad bunny to drive some of this point home I, abby have you seen the video to this where he's he's in drag in in <laughs> multiple forms of drag Oh, um, I haven't seen the video, the whole video, but I've definitely heard of it because it, it was like a very viral moment when it came out. Um, and so, Sam, give us a little bit more about uh, this is kind of on your list of possibilities. Tell me how this works for you. I just well, one, Bad Bunny's the progressive king we all deserve. And two, like oh, Bad Bunny, sure. like it, it's hard to conceptualize in Connecticut, but Bad Bunny is probably one of the biggest stars in the entire world. Like his like range isn't just a puerto rico or anywhere like he does insane numbers number two on the billboard charts and this is a song that i can listen to my like on my lonesome and if i was out i would like to hear it that's like a weird thing for me where it's like a song that i would play in front of my friends and i would play alone i play in the car with my mom she makes some crazy faces when i put this on because of the curse words but it's fun it's bouncy. it like reminds me of what outdoors felt like and I, I definitely think this is a high high contender Right. So if anybody's uh, yeah. troubled, troubled by this language, by the way, we'll give out Sam's mother's email address. You can just email her and uh, complain. Email her. 
Yeah, go ahead, Abby. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I actually think that this would be a really, really strong contender if we had a normal summer. But unfortunately, the odds are stacked against the song because of coronavirus. But like, I could definitely see myself playing the song like on on a block in Harlem, you know, or mm-hmm. like out at a picnic with my friends, or I could see myself dancing to it at the club. But like, because it's such an upbeat song, and like, no one's really doing anything upbeat. I feel like the song was robbed of its like moment. Hopefully mm-hmm. next summer it comes back into the cultural zeitgeist. So, you know, um, Abby, I was thinking of, uh, I, one thing I could look up here is that um, I think TikTok metrics are, are something we can start to consider. And this song has about, it almost has a million original videos made dancing to it. Hmm. And so I think this might be a song that like we might just be missing right now. This might be a global song of the summer for the global north right now. It may have already had its chance in the global south because it came out. The video came out March 28th during Miami Winter Music Conference. So this would be like a song coming at the end of the summer for South America and just coming our way in North America. So I think this if you listened to our show last year and said, I want to have song of the summer next year. What if I do everything right? They did it. But then again, you know, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. we're going we're to yeah. transition, Abby, to one of your tunes. And, and, th- and this is kind of a little special moment on the show. Because one of the things that we've learned over the years is that if you, the fact that you love something is unfortunately meaningless to the gods of the song of the summer. But that doesn't mean you can't love something. And we've all, you know, I, there was one year where I thought booed up like by Ellie Mae was just going to win because I loved it so much. And it, it just it, things like that, they don't happen, but they're worth talking about. So uh, in particular, uh, Abby, you called our attention to a song called Stunnin' uh, by an artist, an artist named Curtis Waters featuring Harm Franklin. Um, maybe before we go to this, I mean, it's not going to be the song of the summer, but I think it's kind of fun to talk about. Wow, that's kind of sad. <laughs> that this Wait, song, you don't yeah. think it's going to be the song? And it's of the not going to be. The song I will fight movie. to the death for this. All right. Well, that's <laughs> oh, you're that's, saying, that's you're that. saying we won't vote. You're saying like you guys won't vote for it for the song of the summer, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be the song of the summer. Absolutely true. You you hang on to that dream, Abby. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but first of all, set this up a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Curtis Waters. Okay, I have such a soft spot for this kid. Um, so I first heard this song, and I don't remember who I thought it was by, but I definitely thought it was by someone famous that like I already knew about. Um, and it was just this catchy song, and like everyone was putting it on their TikTok. Like fashion bloggers in particular are like obsessed with this song because they like to the tune of the music, like change in and out of different looks. And then I looked it up and it was Curtis Waters. I was like, oh, I've never heard of this guy. And he only has one song on Spotify. So literally this was like a viral hit overnight. And then I followed him on social media and I realized that he was South Asian like me. So he's from Nepal, he told me, and he's 20 and I believe he's in college. He's he's from Canada and he's based in North Carolina, I want to say. I always mix up the Carolinas. But the reason that I have such a soft spot for him is because... I started stand-up at age 20, and he's currently 20 years old, and I definitely know what it's like to do a career in an industry where everything is literally stacked against you, and here's the reason I think it, it is the song of the summer. Like, I'm not even saying it could be the song of the summer. Like, I already think it is the song of the summer. is because it was number one. It's at number three right now, but it was number one for, like, a solid week, and... um 
I mean, like, it just ebbs and flows into the cultural moment, but, like, literally everyone is listening to it. Everyone loves it. Um, and I think Curtis Waters is the next big thing. He's coming out with another song this weekend, I believe. Um, but I genuinely think that this kid is a genius. Like, uh, in, in the vein of, like, Lil Nas X, who's the only other person I can think of who, who got an entire music career out of just like building a cult of personality on TikTok. Like I very much think that Curtis Waters could be the the next Lil Nas X if he plays his cards right. I'm also, I sent him the link, so I, he might be listening. So all right, hey, Curtis, Curtis, if you're if listening, listening, first of all, Curtis, if you're listening, uh, Abby loves you. Uh, and we want lots of people her. to, we want people, lots of people to follow you on social media. So it's Curtis Waters with a C and with a W and it's not spelled in any other usual, unusual way. So check out Curtis Waters on social media. We're going to go into, to uh, a break here with Stunnin' uh, by Curtis Waters. Let me just say that uh, at the end of that break, uh, some, uh, you're going to hear some nice people. It could be us. I'm not sure. Uh, are going to ask you to support the station. We're having kind of a tough day here with uh, the pledge drive. It's the end of the year pledge drive. We're trying to uh, kind of make up holes in our budget right now, end of the fiscal year. So if you could, during the break or just during the show today, call 1-800-584-2788 or make, make a pledge or go online at wnpr.org and make a pledge. That'd be really great. Uh, so we're going to play Stunning. We're going to have a quick break with some fundraising. We're going to come right back, and you're going to find out even more about the Song of the Summer, and you'll become uh, osmotically a cool person. Here we go. Ice on my neck, I'm a pretty boy, I'm stunning. Super speed sonic, I'm running. Super, super, super speed sonic, I'm running. Call me Big Papa, I'm sunny. I spot the what she wanted. All right, and we're back to the show. This is our Song of the Summer show, which we do every year. We try to figure out um, what's going to be the Song of the Summer, what's going to be the song that dominates uh, and makes people get up at weddings to dance and stuff like that. With us, uh, Abby Govindan, stand-up comedian based in New York City. Sam Hattleman, host of the Sam Hattleman Show at Radio Free Brooklyn. Brendan J. Sullivan, the commissioner of the Song of the Summer, writer, producer, and DJ best known for his work with Lady Gaga. So... You know, Brendan, over the years, we've really mm -hmm. done pretty well. I mean, you know, it's sometimes yeah. it's a little hard to exactly get it or, or some of us will be right and some of us will be wrong. But we've done really, really well, I think. Yeah, we've, we're also very good at at least highlighting the song we'll get wrong. Right. You know, like, like the exception, uh, the exception in 2015. Right. The exception being, no, Cheerleader was the song of the summer of 2015. Anyways. Right, right. Oh, we, yeah. we discussed it. Yeah. Uh, we didn't give our full weight behind it. And we were wrong. Uh, real quick, the reason we were wrong is because we give a certain weight to number ones and number twos, and we only go on the Billboard chart. And a song that stays at number two all summer while certain things just come up and disappear uh, will still be the song of the summer because it has spent the most time at the top of the charts. Yeah. So the 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 one area where we've just gotten skunked twice, we've just had years where we just really missed the mark. And both times, it was the fault of one person, and none of not us. Drake. I like Drake. 
drink yeah. that Canadian scoundrel. So we're just not <laughs> going to make that mistake this year. I mean, at least we're, okay. I mean, we not pick, may not pick it for Song of the Summer, but we're certainly going to listen very carefully and think very carefully about Tusi's slide, which you'll hear right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black leather glove, no sequins. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite. Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Gotta dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way we bout to slide. Hey, can't let this one slide. Hey, don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson. I could get you the passion. It's a thriller in a trap. Where we from? Baby, don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson. I could get you satisfaction. Now, Abby, I think this is kind of a snoozy little song. I, I don't think I would really, if, if it weren't for two things, A, it's Drake, I won't get fooled again. Uh, and B, you were talking about TikTok before. This song is basically designed in a pretty cunning and, and fiendish way by Drake to be a TikTok song. So, Abby, give me your take. Um... Uh, first of all, I didn't choose this song. No. I don't know if that... Okay, okay, yeah, make, just making sure. Yeah, um, so I know that I'm the one who damned myself. Oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm the one who, like, um, <laughs> who like kind of tied myself to this whole TikTok trend thing. But 2C Slide was very much... Like, uh, Drake had um, success on TikTok in terms of, like, people have taken his songs and made them into like TikTok trends. And so he, yeah, like you said, he very deliberately made this song to be a TikTok trend and it kind of flopped tremendously, um, which is laughable. So that's why I don't think this song is a contender for song of the summer. And also, (laughs) I mean, um, he's, I mean, like he's undoubtedly, or maybe doubtedly, according to you guys, uh, like a very good, to me musician and lyricist and so the fact that he like this is his first dance song to at least to my knowledge and I've listened to everything he has um where he's like giving people instructions and I just feel like he didn't really think it through (laughs) does that make sense like he was just like yeah slide to the left yeah Yeah, slide to the left slide to the right Right. and it's like this has been done Aubrey so where's the creativity you know yeah no it's it's very Arthur Murray, uh, to use a dated reference. So, um, so yeah, I want to get through this song pretty quickly because I don't really think it's going to go anywhere. But, uh, the Commissioner, uh, your thoughts? A million original videos on TikTok, meaning that if you just open TikTok, you're going to hear this song within 10 minutes at some point. It's just, it's, it's undeniable. Uh, and uh, but I do think it's uh, also undeniable that this is a straight up corny song. Like this isn't yeah. interesting. It's not sexy. It's, yeah. But that's Drake's whole brand. Drake yeah. has kind of co-opted corniness his whole career. You know what I mean? Like yeah. All right, so I think we can stop there just in the interest of time. There's a little interesting Michael Jackson revisionism going on there, which we would talk about if we had more time. <laughs> let, let me, uh, we're going to jump to the, a song which I think has a very, very strong chance to be the song of the summer, partly because it helps 
because you ultimately you're going to have to recruit everybody. The nine-year-old girl who's you know music conscious the, this summer, uh, the you know people of every possible age, and this song sounds like it's from a lot of different eras. It's called "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. So we're going to have to I'm going to have to use the whip hand to make sure we get to the end uh, of this thing without running out of time. But Sam Handelman, um, you know, you're talking about the song that your mom likes. I got to figure your mom is not immune to the charms of this song. Um, actually, she has always been kind of a big weekend person. I played the weekend for her and she was like, oh, this kind of sounds like Michael Jackson. And I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Uh, but I think that the song has the perfect formula for the song of the summer. The sound is kind of more for the winner. But The weekend's just so unbelievably popular. He's marketed the song well. Like, I could see it definitely in a normal world. I could see the potential for it to be number like a, a song of the summer. But in the conditions we're in, I just don't know if the sound is perfect for June to August. Right. It sounds like a certain song from the 1980s by AHA. Uh, but, uh, Brendan, one of the problems might be it, it has been out for a really long time, right? Yes, I was I was DJing parties in December with this song, and it was already a hit. Then it wasn't a sleeper hit; it was a hit, a straight up hit. Uh, it's also worth noting how oh, bad yeah. this song wants to be a hit. Uh, this has Chris Mar- Max Martin as a producer on here, and he had he had already created the 2016 summer song contender "Can't Stop the Feeling" for Justin Timberlake. This is his 23rd number one hit song. Uh, it has a crazy song oh. structure to it. It's basically in C minor, and then the weekend sings every key structure around that that you could, so that it gives the song this unbelievable tension. Like he's 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 like late for something, or he's trying to get back home, or or there's a, you know, there's like a fiber snapping somewhere, and he's holding onto the final thread here. It's a very thrilling song. It's interesting, and it is cute to see families making their quarantine dance to this on TikTok. So it, there, it does have that mom appeal. It does have families doing something fun together. And it's really, really infectious. I'm, I'm, I think it could be sort of like Cheerleader was in 2015, where it just stays at number two or three the entire summer while everyone else gets a shot at number one, which I think is a, a perfectly fine way for Song of the Summer to go. Abby, you get the last word on the weekend. Yeah, okay, so someone, uh, Sam, I believe, compared him to Michael Jackson, and I find that hilarious because, yeah, in 2017, or 2018, in 2018, Drake dropped Scorpion, and he had a song featuring Michael Jackson, featuring some, like, vocals Michael Jackson had recorded before he died, and uh, it went viral on Twitter. And someone said, I know I know the weekend when I hear him. And I just thought it was hilarious because they literally are indistinguishable. But yeah, the weekend is literally my favorite musician like in the entire world. But um, as Brendan said, this has been around for a while. It's been in the cultural zeitgeist, zeitgeist like kind of ebbing and flowing. Um, and it doesn't quite, quite have the summer feel um, that I think is uh, necessary. 
And personally, I believe Heartless is a better song, but I mean, that's that's individual opinion. Well, individual opinion counts for a lot on this show. Okay, we're going to have to take another break. No, <laughs> no, no, no fundraising here. No fundraising. We're just going to do like a quick 90-second break. What, what we're going to do, we'll play into it with a song we probably don't have time to discuss. I happen to be personally very fond of this song because it reminds me of Kid Creole and the Coconuts uh, and the August Darnell <laughs> Music Factory in general. Uh, and it's by uh, a young artist named Doja Cat. Uh, it features Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj. It certainly is. If you look at the charts, if you look at the metrics, it's so Somewhere in the conversation for Song of the Summer, it's called Say So. We're going to play you some of that song, quick break, come back, and give you the last few. Young Kiki, yes, I'm ghetto, world to Geppetto, plus I'm Leto, where's my stiletto? Tell Mike Jordan, send me my retros, used to be bite, but now I'm just hetero, ain't talking medicine, but I made a morphine, ever since I put the cookie on quarantine, he know this thing A1 like a felony, all he gotta do is say the word like a spelling bee. Okay, i got to say some thank yous here. Uh, this is actually a fairly tough show to do from the producer's uh, standpoint. So in the booth, we've got Kat Pastor, who does not. She's unflappable. Um, and so she's uh, having a great time, and she's making this sound good. Uh, the music is all kind of put into shape and thought through by the episode producer, Jonathan McPants. So thanks to both of them. Tomorrow's a show about breathing. Uh, it's also it's Obviously, breathing is... Uh, taken on a rather tragic connotation of late. And we will talk about that, but also talk about how to breathe and how to breathe better. Uh, all right. So uh, Song of the Summer, uh, Sam Hadleman, Abby Govindan, uh, and Brendan J. Sullivan, the commissioner of the Song of the Summer. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to jump right into one here. This is uh, one of Abby's picks, but everybody's following it. It's also, I'm excited to announce, it is the pick for the Song of the Summer by Declan the Dog, who is the assistant producer of the Colin McEnroe Show. He's asleep in the chair <laughs> oh, right now, yeah. but I think he's excited about it. Uh, at some other kind of level. This is Rockstar. Uh, with, uh, it's, it's by DaBaby, uh, featuring uh, Roddy Rich. We'll talk about it after we play a little bit of it. Brand new Lamborghini, a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Have you ever met a real rockstar? This ain't no guitar, but this a clock. My Glock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me. It's safe to say I earned it, ain't a new, gave me nothing I'm ready to hop out on a new, get the bus Know you heard me say you play, you late, don't make me push the butt Full of pain, dropped enough tears to fill up a fill up a fuck Going for buckets, I'm about to chop I got a big drum and hold a hundred Going for nothing all right, so Abby, uh, you had this on your list. I think everybody's watching this one. The metrics uh, on the chart are also very, very good for it. But uh, tell us what you hear. 
Um, this song is just infectious. I am obsessed with the baby. Like, I just think he's so cute. Um, like just the the way he carries himself, he's just like so full of joy all the time. Um, and that's just feels so summery. I remember uh, one of his songs was up for contention last summer. Um, yeah, Sam, and I'm obsessed Sam, with Roddy than, yeah. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with Roddy Rich. He's like this 19 year old rapper. He uh, he hit the gold mine with the box, and now he's uh, just like riding this high that I love to see with young talented artists in the industry and um this was a tiktok dance song and the dance is infectious too like i was literally doing it here while i was listening to it and it's just such a fun dance that goes along with such a fun song like everyone who does the dance is just having fun you can tell i just like love everything about this song altogether. and um yeah i mean it's pretty self-explanatory i think well, Sam, uh, my title account is full of Da Baby because of you. Um, so, uh, what, what are you thinking about this particular song? Well, I mean, Da Baby is one of the biggest artists on the planet. Roddy Rich was the biggest art of, artist of 2019. That's undoubtable, and they've kind of come together. I personally don't think that the song has like the life span of the entire summer just because it's not the type of music that people can listen in their own locus more than anything else and like roddy rich's or the baby's discography and the baby kind of ran last summer it'd be kind of hard to run like two summers in a row especially because he's had some bad pr but i think as a song they can do better but i expect that maybe they get roddy rich might come out with another hit like i think that could be the summer of the baby and roddy rich i'm just not sure if it's this song um, so yeah, uh, you know, Commissioner, one thing that has happened is that he has, since then there's a remix that is a explicit, explicitly Black Lives Matter remix. I mean, one of the problems that I had with the initial version of the song, which we just listened to, is it's very much an I song. It's not a we song. Uh, oh, and, that's a and, great way to put it. And, yeah. And and the Black Lives Matter uh, remix is is more of a we song. But give me your take. I, I, I agree with that. I think some of the things we've admired about new voices in the past, about their originality, about how they're not, uh, you know, just made in a laboratory using mathematics. They are they're authentic voices that we're hearing for the first time. We do hear that in the song. They are the uh, it's produced by their friend Seth in the kitchen. Uh, the, the co-songwriters are the people on the record. Also, I'd like to note, point out that this is our third I think North Carolina uh, appearance to babies from Charlotte, North Carolina, where things are heating up in a different way than they are in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. And uh, I think this has the chance to be the most original of, of the hits that we're hearing this summer. It is very original. All right, we're going to jump. Uh, we're going to go really fast here because we're very much uh, running out of time. This is uh, what a lot of people think is uh, the front runner. It's Savage by Megan the, S- the Stallion featuring Beyonce. Uh, I don't know much about this Beyonce person, but uh, apparently she's very good. I'm a savage, had a too nasty Talk big, big, but my bank account match it Hood, but I'm classy, rich, but I'm ratchet Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging he say the way that thing move is a move. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. I done bled the block and now it's high, high between G. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid, what's happening? All right, Sam Haddleman, you kind of teased the idea at the beginning of the show. You think this might be the one that takes over? 
Yeah, just like in a normal world, this would be it. Because one, Megan Thee Stallion is the hottest, one of the hottest rappers in the world, like her and Lil Baby. And Megan Thee Stallion has been running the summer this year and last year. And the original song's fantastic, but Beyonce adds this like yin and yang energy where hmm. Megan Thee Stallion yes. brings the Houston out of Beyonce. Like you can hear the draw when she raps. Like a lot of people forget that Beyonce has a lot of Houston roots in her music. And you can like hear it when she raps. And Beyonce spit a 10 out of 10 verse. The song's hot. My mom likes it. I, just, I don't go on TikTok, but I assume it's on there. So in conventional oh, wisdom. Oh, big time. All right. I think it's time to vote. It's time to put your markers down. So I think Sam is telling us he does think it's it's this tune. Uh, Abby, uh, are you still staying with Stunning by Curtis Waters? Okay, here's my dilemma is I've chosen the three best songs of the summer. I chose Rockstar, I chose Savage, I chose I chose Sun. And so this is gonna be a hard decision for me. But let me just say I'm from Houston. I'm in Houston right now, actually. Um like I lived in New York for four years, but for coronavirus and, and for other reasons I came back to Houston. This is my city, like these are my roots. So that's one of the reasons I was so drawn to Megan the Stallion and have always felt a connection to Beyonce is that they're everything that I love about this city is that um, it's so filled with culture and talent. We also have Lizzo. So I, I'm hearing uh, a switch. I, I'm sorry, but the clock is ticking, unfortunately. So are you going to go with Savage then? Oh, man. S- song of the summer. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Savage. Okay, yeah, she, bu- she buzzes Savage. in. Okay, Brendan Sullivan, uh, you got about 30, maybe 45 seconds here. Yes. Um, also, notice this is produced by the same producers, Bodak Yellow, Cardi B's big hit um, out of Dallas. So I think there's a strong contender of Texas being the most open state this summer, meaning that this is going to have the song played at the most parties. I think in July when things open up, this has the intro to this song has the most heat to it. And I think that when people are social distancing and chill, They'll enjoy the song together, even at 20 feet away. All right. So uh, it's then it's clearly Savage. Even if I voted for Say So or something, it wouldn't matter. It's clearly Savage. That is uh, the vote of the panel. Let's end. First of all, thanks to our panel. We want to end also with uh, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. This is one of Sam's songs. Check this song out in full. It really sums up the moment we're in better than anything that I've heard. But uh, thanks to everybody who helped out today. And Yeah, go ahead, Kat. Let her rip. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message, the here? Main message here is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. Arrest, arrest, arrest. I can't Trade my 4 by 4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet I gave him chance and chance and chance again, I even told him please I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead but still tell you to freeze Nobody seen what I seen, I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe It's too many mothers just grieving, they're killing us for no reason Been going on for too long to get even, throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas I went to court and they sent me to prison, my mama was pissed when they said I can't leave